Previously on the No Mercy Podcast. Pip, Funky, and Stefan are invading the dreams of Jemmy using the tactic assigned by Josephine Strawling in order to gain more information about the upcoming competition for Pip's family flute. In the dream, the group can see a house with guards stationed outside of it, and the house and the guards are far away. Stefan takes the initiative and starts walking towards the house. He walks up about five feet, and you all look and see all of a sudden Stefan disappears from right in front of you. Oh. Oh. Ste- and about a second later, you look up and you see he's in the sky about 50 feet, but he's inside an ice cube frozen with his hands and legs out. Rows of gates 50 feet high come out of the ground, blocking passage to the house. Pip and Funky start to think fast as Stefan floats into the air. Funky remembers that dreams aren't normal, and they might be able to do things in dreams that they normally would not be able to do. He thinks jump, trying to get up to Stefan. Uh, So you jump up, and you jump approximately 30 feet before you start falling. How With Pip in hand. I don't think this is going to work. So you're falling. Don't fall. Don't fall. So, 21. You kind of jerk to a stop, and Pip continues to fall, and you're able to hold on to Pip's wrist, and he's just kind of dangling. Pip and Funky figure out that they can only do one action at a time, so the previous action that they were doing would be erased. So, as Funky was suspended in the air, once he thought of a new action, he would no longer be suspended in place. The two cannot get to Stefan fast enough, and the house in the distance open up as Stefan's ice cube approaches it and it lowers into the house. Funky tries to think of a way to get there faster. He imagines that there is a door in the fence but fails a check. So he turns into an ice cube and starts floating towards the house just as Stefan did. Pip eventually makes it across the gates that were blocking the path and he sneaks around the side of the house. Pip uses his imagination to think of a crane which appears in the claw clutches onto Funky's ice cube, preventing Funky from lowering into the house like Stefan did. Pip finally figures out a way to get Funky's ice cube lower to the ground, and Pip tries to set Funky free with one more imaginative action. A large, blonde, viking woman (laughs) appears beside the ice cube and sings a high, high F-sharp, which is the resonance frequency of the ice and will cause it to crack if she nails it. (laughs) Now I'm full-blown in a Bugs Bunny card soon. It rings out and the people immediately turn towards her and the ice starts to crack. You can see thousands and thousands and thousands of cracks going down the sides. If I notice this happening, I'm going to try and, like, push my way out of the ice. 17. You punch a hole in the ice and kind of like a freeze frame in an anime, it all shatters outward and then drops to the ground and then all of a sudden you hear the sound kind of like 
Metal Gear Solid when they see see an intruder and uh-huh. and a little exclamation point go each, over each of their heads as they look and they see Funky. Now that the guards have been alerted, let's jump into this episode of the No Mercy Podcast. To go back up in the air, but now you see it starting to melt. Damaged. Can I okay. step away for a second? I scratched my elbow and now I'm bleeding. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sounds good. Play this imagination game. No mercy, no, no, no mercy. A new chapter, a new arc, a new adventure. No mercy, no, no, no mercy. The really good for and here is their story. Fighters, baby, strongers, lacking in the smarts. The cleric does the touchy feel like grumpy healing arts. A broken hearted ranger with a dragon slaying bow and a sweet singing now. All right, so where we left last time, you're currently in the dream of Jemmy outside of that house with two guards who one looked more like the shooty type, one looked more like the Stefan type. And they're guarding the house, standing outside, in front of the house, in front of the shrubbery. And about 15 feet away from them is Funky, freshly free from a melted ice cube. And a further 15 feet is Pip, kind of hiding around the corner of the house. And then off to the side is a large Nordic woman yodeling her heart out. Yolanda-ing her heart out. <laughs> Love it. And her her voice kind of signals the start of battle in a way as we roll for initiative. Oh, I need my dice. Come on, Goldie. I'm going to pick, take the one that, ha- that rolls lowest to start because that's that means I've already got the bad rolls out, right? Yeah, that's totally how that works. Fifteen. Does Yolanda get a roll? No. Aww. <laughs> it's okay. All she all she can do is sing. I'll find some good opera music for the background Just of this one. <laughs> various and sundry arias to go in the background. Yeah. 20, 25 to twenty. Holy butts! Uh, well, I rolled a fourteen plus four, so eighteen. But apparently, oh, I rolled a fourteen plus one. <laughs> I rolled an eighteen and a nineteen. Okay. Minus. <laughs> oh, this is fitting. I, it makes sense that I'm the one that's last. I mean, in reality, I should probably always be last. I mean, right now you're still thawing out, so that's yeah. probably making you a little slower. We know. We know why I really got through the ice, right? No, no, that's not. <laughs> I did it. It was with an opera singer. It had nothing to do with nips <laughs> and small heaters. Oh yeah, the small heaters. I forgot about those. <laughs> I didn't take any damage when the ice dropped, right? I didn't hear any. I only heard the damage when I fell. I missed and landed on my landed splat on my tom tom. I think so. Nah, I don't think so. Uh, Alright, so one of the two is up first. He is currently 15 feet away from hun- Funky and he moves an additional 30 feet away from Funky. Away? So just Yes. 
He draws uh, a longbow. Oh, butts. And fires two shots. Oh. Oh. Uh, this is a good tie today. Uh-oh. That was a 20 and 10. Makes, so a, a 26 and a 16 to hit. On who? <laughs> you. Well, armor class is 16, so, uh, yep. Okay. So you take and that's That's with my shield, too. So. Wee. The first attack pierces through your shoulder for a total of 17 damage. Yep. And the second one hits the back of the first and pushes it in a little farther for eight damage. Ouch. All right. And he just says, intruders, intruders, leave immediately. The other individual runs up at Pip. He can see me. Uh, we'll see. For fun, give me a stealth check. I'm giving, wait, I'm doing a stealth check? Yeah. <laughs> Pip's hollering. Um, okay, what's my stealth? Oh well, I don't, I don't have a proficiency in that, but because I'm something 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 jack of all trades, I get to add one to it. It doesn't matter. I'm at like eleven. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so um, you, you can you're kind of slightly peeking out a little bit as you're growing very fond of Yolanda and you're kind of being swooned by her. Um, so your face leans out across the side of the house and he sees you and immediately bolts for you. That tracks. So currently the guy's right in your grill and we'll make three strikes. The first one is a 13 to hit. No, sir. The second one is a 17 to hit. That probably shish kebabs me. <laughs> All right, it's going to do, oh, good for you, <laughs> four bludgeoning damage, and please make a dexterity saving throw. Okay. Thirteen. You just uh, make it as this individual palm strikes you right in the chest, misses with the first hit, and you kind of get staggered, but you don't fall. And then the final hit, not good is 11 to hit. Oh, no, that, that's good. Tyler, you misunderstood. That's good. <laughs> oh, my bad. <laughs> so he swipes at you for one hit. You duck, swipes again, hits you right in the chest. As he staggers, he tries to swipe again. Um, and it kind of just glances off the front of your armor. And that is both of their turns. Next up is Pip. So you have one directly in your grill. How does Funky look? Well, on a scale of perfect to dead, I'd say halfway. <laughs> so pretty bloody. <laughs> but I'm I'm meaty, so halfway for me is still probably two-thirds to three-quarters of your health. So don't feel like you need to burn healing spells on me. Well, no, I, I definitely feel that. I just, I'm trying to figure out how much to risk of myself before I do that. <laughs> Um, okay. I, I've got I've got ways. So. so I've got a man right in my face. What was he attacking me with? Hands. Just hands. Yep. God, fucking Stefan. I mean, I'm assuming it's the Stefan one that's hitting me with hands. Yeah. Uh. Well, you know what? This is why it reminds you of Stefan. You know. You know what? Beats paper, scissors. 
I'm gonna hit him with some pointy bits. So I'll attack with my plus two short sword. I don't have to move to do that because he's like in my grill. Correct. Okay, so that is 11 plus eight, 19. 19 hits. Okay, and then that does, not great, seven piercing. And then I'll do an offhand attack with my rapier. Okay. No, that doesn't make sense with my short sword. I'll do it with my short sword. Um, So that is a 19 to hit. Oh, yeah. Somehow that does, well, almost as good with another six piercing damage. Okay. So do you respond to his blows by getting a little bit of a range on him with your rapier and short sword, and you're able to slash him twice? You, You notice that he's actually not even wearing any armor. He's unarmored, and he tries to do, do what he can to dodge, but he's unable to do so. You're able to think one step before him. I would like to run away from him, but I, I feel like I can't disengage, right? Disengage, unless it's you have something special for your class, it's an action. I think it's just rogues, maybe? Yeah, I think it's just rogues. I'm not sure if your specialty bar does, but... No, I don't. All right, I'm just going to keep fighting this meaty man. So because he wasn't wearing armor, did it look like those hits did anything? Or is he... Like, in my brain, these people are maybe almost spectral because we're in a dream. As you are hitting, it was weird. It felt strangely real. Like, it wasn't like you're slashing through ghosts or anything. Okay, because I know all about slashing through ghosts. So, all right. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's what I did. And when Funky touched the bars in that brief moment, they felt real. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. My frozen. The ice was rather cold in that. My frozen out. My frozen ass. Yeah. <laughs> and the gopher hole would suggest that that felt real, real as well. <laughs> well, I don't know how many HP dream meat sacks have, but I guess we'll find out. <laughs> yes. All right. Next up is Funky. Okay. So how? F- far away is everyone at this point in time? Let's see. Pip and the one dude that Pip is fighting is 15 feet from you. Okay. And the other person is 45 feet from you. Alright. And as far as casting goes, I can do up to a second level spell plus a cantrip as long as one is a bonus and one is a regular. Like first or second and a cantrip as long as one is bonus and one is plain. Right. Usually it's the cantrip that's regular, and then the yeah, that, that, that's what I would be looking at anyway. You said the other guy's forty-five feet away, but there's so I I see Pip getting mauled by this dude, and despite getting hit a whole bunch of times and taking a good amount of damage, I go, oh fuck no, and um, you see Funky kind of pull out pull out my coin, give it a kiss, and say satyrs and a ring of satyrs. With wielding um, penis lances, oh, but puts up. I hate everything in a fifteen in a fifteen foot radius around me, and they're not going to harm Pip, but they will harm the other two. So while within that fifteen foot radius, it's Spirit Guardians is what I'm calling out. Anything in that fifteen foot radius that isn't me or Pip is going to, or I guess our Viking friend and Stefan. Okay, so when you start your turn in there, you must first make a Wisdom saving throw, and if you fail, it's three d eight radiant because I'm good or neutral. Yeah. And that's all for me. I'm going to just kind of stand where I am and keep an eye on what's going on with Pip. And Okay. I would say because the person ran up 
to Pip, and Pip is 15 feet away, that they would be just inside the edge. I, I, I would, yeah, I, I can see where they are, so I would move so that they are, the whole goal is to have them in yeah. it. You don't have to move, but they're in it. Right okay, now. so I'll, I'll wait where I am then. In terms of, like, protecting people, don't get me wrong, I love Yolanda with all my heart, but once Tyler has explained the usefulness of that beautiful, beautiful, buxom lady, she's on her own. She'll probably disappear shortly anyway. <laughs> um, I believe it's difficult terrain while you're in there too, right? You let me know. All right, next up is the archer who sees the satyrs spring around Funky and it decides to back up another 15 feet after seeing those dildo-wielding satyrs, which is not something it sees every day while in this dream. <laughs> and it will shoot again at Funky, but this time... You can see there's an uh, extreme amount of focus and lines up his shot perfectly. And we'll see Uh-oh. if that'll do anything. Well, no for the first attack. The second one is only a 12th. So that's, yeah, that's missed then. So 16. It, he aims up really well, but just like a little quick bit of tension jolts his hand up a little bit as... Uh, one of the satyrs does a pirouette with the dildo as it goes around the outside and distracts him a bit, and the arrow kind of flies in the air, and he just frustratingly gets out the other arrow and shoots, and it flies in the other direction, uh, and both miss. Uh, speed is halved within the rim, I look. Yeah. Okay. Next up, this next uh, individual will circle around Pip. With wisdom save first. But first yeah. it starts, yeah. 13. My spell save is 15, so I, that's okay. a fail. Fails. 13 damage. Ooh. 8, 4, 1. <laughs> so pretty much straight average. Okay. So basically this guy tries to run out and dodge between... And it's radiant, if that matters. The, the two satyrs, but two of them just kind of slap him as he leaves the circle, and he goes around the outside of Pip, so now that he's outside of the circle, and will attack Pip. Again, three attacks. Got an 18, a failure, and a 19. Yup. Alright, so the first one we'll do... That's a good old 10 bludgeoning. Cool, 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 cool. And I'm gonna need you to make a deck saving throw. 11 plus 3 is 14. 15! Okay, and then the next attack does... Eight bludgeoning. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna need you to make a con save. Ooh, fudu. That's a hearty four. Okay. Mm. So, the first attack hits you uh, right in the chest. He goes for the second attack and you dodge out of the way. And as you kind of start to stand back up, that third attack just hits you right across the jaw. And you are stunned until this creature's next turn, which means... Until the end of this creature's next turn, which means you are incapacitated, which means you cannot take actions or reactions. You automatically fail strength and deck saving throws, and attack rolls against you have advantage. Oh, butts! And you can't move. So it's basically... You are completely stunned. You can't... I'm a, sta- yeah. I'm a statue and I can't do anything. Most important question, Tyler. Open hand or closed hand? 
Uh, open hand. Front or back? Oh, okay. Nope. How does my beautiful, my beautiful face, my, my beautiful, beautiful face? Uh, you're not really worried about your face right now. You just... do not know, Pip. Well, <laughs> the ringing from having your eardrum slapped so hard uh, is the first thing that is taking your attention. <gasps> my perfect pitch. Oh my god. <laughs> All right. Next up is Pip, who will. Fucker, like, uh, what am I supposed to do? I'm just going to stand here. Writhe in pain. Boots. So Pip, kind of hands slink a little bit, holds down, he uh, puts one hand up, sword up in the air, kind of putting the hand up towards the ear where he got hit. Tyler, this is probably going to get rid of Yolanda, but please give me this one thing. There are small cartoon birds tweeting around my head. <laughs> um, it's all I'm thinking about. You, Funky, with your robe of eyes, you do see a set of small hedgehongos. Oh! Nice. Kind of prancing around <laughs> the outside of Pip's head. And Pip, you just hear the very faintest, Pumpkin, 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 pumpkin. And you're just dazed. Cool, 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 cool. Whew. Well, seeing that Pip it looks pretty dazed, I am going... How far away are they? 15 feet? Uh, Pip is 15. He's on the other side, so 20. I'm going to grab my staff of swarming insects off my back. Okay. And summon the insect cloud, which is the harmless insects that just make a 30-foot sphere around me heavily obscure to everyone but me. So it's called insect cloud? Insect cloud. It's from the staff of swarming insects. Yep. Insect cloud. I'm just reading it. Okay. Uh, okay. So you have the insects that are now swarming around you. Uh, making the area heavily obscured for 30 feet. And then I am running right up to Pip, and I am going to cast Sanctuary on Pip and say, tomorrow will, st- tomorrow will protect you, Pip. But that means I can't attack. It means that, well, it, it means that no one can target you unless you make an attack or do something to break the spell. But you're stunned right now, so you can't attack anyway. For now. Right, but they get a turn before you. You win this round, Ben. <laughs> so, basically, uh, award a creature within range against attack until the spell ends. Any tar- creature who targets the person, uh, the individual who's, san- who's got sanctuary has to make a, with a harmful spell or attack, has to make a wisdom saving throw. And if they fail, they better choose a new target or lose the attack. Okay. But they can still be hit by area effects. And if Pip attacks or makes a spell, or make like, yeah, attacks or casts a spell harming anyone, then it's done. So right now, me, Pip, and Funky, or me, Pip, and the other individual are all fairly close range. Mm. I just realized they don't actually have to move to be Sanctuary. So maybe I'll stay where I am. Next up is the Archer. Alright, so the Archer is going to yell out loud and say, that's enough! And you start feeling a very, very strong gust. I'm going to need you to make a deck saving throw. Funky, you will auto-fail it. Pip, and Pip, you'll fall prone. Well, that's a nine. Okay, you also fall prone. <laughs> so this huge... When I fall prone, I look like a dandy falling somehow. I pull out a kerchief and just go down. <laughs> You just feel like you're just kind of stiff as a board. Just <laughs> <over>. <laughs> so 
So what's going to happen is there's this large wind that comes and it kind of shoves through your insect cloud and it kind of disperses you. Give a You can give an intellect check, Funky. <laughs> Wait, is that one good? No. <laughs> you're, you're wisdom, aren't you? Aww. Well, I rolled a four, so it's a three, Claire. Does that answer your question? <laughs> <laughs> How the hell did that guy do that? But the insects are now dispersed from you, and you see both Funky and Pip are now on the ground. Oh, and let me do this other guy. Not correct. As well as this other guy. But it is now the fake Stefan's turn, who will use his movement to now stand up, and will move over to Funky. Oh, wait, hold on. You still have the insect plague up. Did you move at all? I was going to and then realized I could do sanctuary from where I where I stood. So I did sanctuary from where I stood. Okay, so he wasn't in it. Oh. You, you mean for spirit guardians? The 15-foot radius? Yeah. If you wanted, you could you could move a little bit to get him in it. Uh, I didn't realize he had moved out. If he had moved out, I would have moved just enough to get him in the edge. Okay, okay so go ahead and do your right. spirit guardians. Well, it's a whiz save for him. All right, right, right. That's going to be 17. Yeah, so he saves. So I don't think there's any damage on save. On a failed, it's 3d8. Success, half. Yeah. So 10, 13. So half of that's 6. All right. He will circle around again outside of your spirit guardians after getting slapped by them. Um, it will do a wisdom save to try and see if he can attack Pip. I'm really not looking forward to the Foley work associated with these spirit guardians. Uh, so he tries to attack Pip, but only rolls an 11 on wisdom save. So new target or he loses the, that attack. Okay, so he loses that attack. He'll do another save for his second attack. That one's only an 8, and his third save is a 15. 15 is my save, so I think that one succeeds. Okay, so he tries to palm strike Pip on the ground, but kind of... It's unable to actually force his hand through. Tries to do it again, but there's like this weird barrier blocking him. I got a metal block about it! <laughs> <laughs> For the third time, he's just like, you! And he uh, shoves his hand through towards Pip as hard as he can. He gets advantage because Pip is prone and also stunned. And that is 22 to hit. Oh, that hits a little bit. <laughs> yeah, 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 good job. You're squashing a down gnome. <laughs> like... <laughs> That is six bludgeoning damage. Okay. And I'm not going to be super mean. No! No, no, no! Bring it! <laughs> if you a, wanted me to that's bring a, it, I would just chain stun you. Oh, buds, don't do that! <laughs> You're still sanctuary because you can't attack. So because you, you I, get, because it, Oh, so I... But I mean, he's... If you get chained... Right. He can still attack me, though. <laughs> yeah. Well, yes. That's not as fun, so instead... I'm going to... You automatically fail strength saving throws, so you're going to fail the strength saving throw, and as you are on the ground and get hit, you drop your rapier. My, you Probably my, my fancy short sword, right? Yes. You dropped your rapier. Oh, okay. Fine! And now it is your turn. You are free from the effects of the stun. You've kind of come back to. You're on the ground, just got basically palm right to the chest, and... This guy standing over you. You also see these dick-wielding satyrs. Uh, yeah. I mean, I've been traveling with Funky, so that's not my first rodeo, and I have two questions, and I will let you answer them how you will, because I was stunned. When the other guy said, that's enough, and we were all kind of, like, 
the Stepan character was knocked prone too, right? Mm-hmm. What, like, he he just got back up and started attacking us again? Yeah. And what's the other guy doing? Like, what's his... Well, the other guy, apparently, you see uh, his bow is kind of down to his side, and he uses his hand... Actually, give a perception check here on the ground. I'm going to look it up at him upside down. Well, I will give it to you for free. 15 plus 2, 17. You saw his fingers, two fingers on his temple. <sighs> well, look, this is probably a waste, but when you put Pip in a corner and he has to make a choice between healing himself or turning into a bear, he turns into a bear... So, Pip's a bear, but he's lying down. He's lying down bear, and he will probably use his turn to, his action to do that, and half of his travel speed to stand up and look down over this character, and I think that's all I can do, because that's an action. Okay, and the sanctuary is still on you, because I'm dying you cast it on yourself. I'm just a bear. Yep. I'm not going to turn him into a bear. All right. So, Funky, you see a small little Pip suddenly start to rise in stature as his clothes start to turn to fur, and he becomes the largest creature on the battlefield, looming over this one other guy. It is your turn. Okay. Well, I've seen Pip become a bear before, so that it has a little bit of a shock, and then I'm like, oh, right, yeah, Pip, Pip bear, Pip bear, okay. My, I, I'm gonna, do, do I keep my beanie? I probably keep my beanie, right, as a bear. I'm gonna keep my hat on. How far away is Archer <laughs> at this point? So just to finish up, Pip, you do keep your beanie on. There is a slightly perturbed Hedgehongo sitting inside of the beanie. Oh, I know, but he's been through this before, and I say in my best bear, it's okay butterscotch, but it turns into Next up, Punk Punky, you said we had you're asking about the distance to the Archer. Yeah. He is 60 feet from you. Okay. All right. How is Pip looking? Oh, right. Pip's a bear. So I'm a bear. In that case, I go like this with my fist and kind of pound it on my hand. And when I do, I conjure my spiritual weapon of a stein over the archer and smack him on the head. 60 feet from me. Okay. Actually, I didn't account your five foot of move to put him back in. The, the monk dude, has he moved out of my spirit guardians? So... Yeah, so you're 65. All right. All right. In that case, I won't do a spiritual weapon. Um, I will move back in to get Monk back in the spirit, uh, spirit Guardians. Yeah, he did after he took half damage. Okay, so now you're about 70 feet away from the archer. I'm going to Guiding Bolt the archer instead, which has a range of 120 feet. So that's a 17. Hits. Okay. 46 Radiant, and then the next attack for the end of my next turn has advantage, which isn't going to do much for us. Was this Guiding Bolt? Yeah. Uh, it's 11, so it t- uh, Archer takes 11 damage. Okay. As this, you shoot as you stand up towards the creature, and or the Archer, and it just blasts him right in the chest. He kind of stumbles back a bit, moves back another 30 feet, so he's 100 feet away from you, and will fire again at you twice. All right. That one is a 15 to hit. Yes. The second one. Wait. Is higher. Actually, 16 is my armor. So the six, the 15 misses, but the other one possibly yeah, hits. Yeah, the other one is 17. All right, so the first one goes wide, the second one hits, and it does a little bit of extra damage from, it seems like, from when this guy focused from a previous turn, and does 12 damage to you. 
Okay. So it pierces you on the uh, the opposite shoulder from the first one. And that is this person's turn. Right before the end of his turn, he'll seem to focus another time. And it is the guy next to Pip who now sees a bear. You kept this guy in funky, so his wisdom save is a 10. 10 fails. Do your thing. Oh, nice. Uh, oh, 10. Okay. He gets slapped again and moves outside one more time of the bear and just starts trying to palm strike the bear in the chest. Or I gotta do wisdom saves. First one saves. Second one does not save. Third one does not save. So he gets one strike in. And that is 15 to hit the bear. (laughs) I mean, I am a bear and I'm naked. uh, So yeah, he hits me. Eight ludging damage to the bear. (laughs) You might say I'm bear naked. And give a con save. Oh. I just realized I need to roll a son of a whore constitution save or oh, concentration. Okay. Okay. So it's half the damage or ten, right? All right. Yes. I have to look up my bear con. Whichever's yeah. Higher. Yeah, that's eighteen. So half the damage would have been six. So the ten roll. My bear con puts me at eighteen. Okay. You feel kind of the same effect where he tries to slap you across the face, but you, as a bear are able to take that hit in the way that Pip was unable to. Good, Tyler, because you have to give me a turn. (laughs) Next up is Pip. Okay. So, fuck, as a bear, I'm not going to know beans. I, it seemed like dude focused. We all fell down. He focused again and did more damage to funky. I'm just, he shot me with a bow. I know. He he focused. He's focusing at the end of his turn and then shooting a bow at me on the next turn. Okay. I was just confused because, like, his own person fell down. I wasn't sure if he was just trying to tell us all to not be children and stop because he wants to be best friends and talk. Because everyone knows that a bear is the best in communications. Of your pip insight check. Of my pip insight check. Okay, well, good. That is (laughs) not great. 15? You think, you're pretty sure that He's mad at you too, not the other guy. This bear clock then. But it just it was just like take out two, unfortunately also take out one. Bear clock. Alright, well I'm gonna get in there with my multi bear attacks then. Do it. That is a not great. Nine plus eight, uh seventeen. Hits. Okay, that's my bite. And it is a seven plus Four. 11 piercing okay so i just chomp down wait and this isn't stefan really this is like a stefan no morpher okay yeah and i'm this bear is having all kinds of conflicts of conscience for some reason in dream world anyway now he's gonna like <laughs> rip into him with his claws uh that is a 22 to hit definitely hits and 2d6 uh, it's only three, but it's plus four, seven. How do you do? Uh, slashing damage. How does he look? How does he ta- How does he taste? <laughs> <laughs> he tastes like you just ripped out his larynx. Nom. Dom, dom. You kind of lift him up, take a large bite out of his neck, and he falls to the ground while what was left of his neck remains in your mouth. And you just see the body drop funky and... I don't know if you chew or spit. Or... Uh, I, can I bonus action? I would like to smize 
at in my bear form at the man with the bow okay. to just be like, really? Are we doing this? I'm a bear. Give an intimidation check. Oh, bears! <laughs> oh my! Oh my God! Okay, wait. I don't know how to do that as a bear because uh, what, what do I add to it? Uh, probably. Uh, charisma. What, what's intimidation? Whatever. Intimidation is charisma, and a bear has a oh, fuck. Well, I rolled a nineteen. A bear has a minus two charisma, so that's a <laughs> seventeen. Okay, the archer looks kind of scared. You you have little, little bits of its friend dropping <laughs> from your mouth as you growl at it. Now I'm on the hunt for salmon. <laughs> Next up is Funky, or you can move if you want to. Pip. I would like to be. I'm 15 feet away from Funky, is that right? Yep. And the how far away is the man with the bow? 115. 115 feet? Yeah. Okay, well, I feel like he's... I, I don't know how ranged weapons work, but I feel like they work at better ranges. So let's get me 40 feet closer to um, Bodie McBoderson. So you are now... You can move 40? Yeah. You're 60 feet away. Next up's Funky. I am going to sprint toward the archer and dash. Okay. Are those which different? For me is f- so yeah. So twenty five, my twenty five movement plus another twenty five movement, which puts me at a total of fifty feet. Okay. So when I sprint my stubby little dwarf legs, I can almost move as much as a bear can, just strutting its stuff. Well, I'm a brown bear, so the 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 spirit guardians only go fifteen feet, so I'm still nowhere near the archer. But I would like to yell out to the archer. It doesn't have to be like this. We don't want to hurt you. The bear yells in bear, speak for yourself. <laughs> but I don't think anybody speaks bear, so I think it's okay. All right. He hears your words, but also sees the bear running at him, and fear instinct trumps dwarf man. That's fair. So he moves back 30 feet. So he's 80 feet from Funky, 90 feet from Pip, and will fire... At yeah, he'll fire at Funky twice. Okay. Trying to it feels like he could take down this guy. Yep, yep. Oh, there's a good chance. Fail. And a sixteen to hit. Sixteen is my armor glass, so yeah, that one hits. He does. After he looks super focused, that's nineteen damage. Oof. Funky is alive. And he looks like he concentrates one more time. After that last hit, Funky like stumbles a bit and spits up a little bit of blood. Don't worry about me, Pip. Do your thing. Next up is Bear. How far? You're 90 feet away. How far? 90? Yep. He moved back. It's not going to stand his ground. He get away from you. He moved back 30 and shot. Okay. I am going to... I'm going to dash towards him. So I'm going to get up 80. Okay. So you're 10 feet away. Can I Can I bonus action think as a bear? Uh, are you trying to... If not, I will run 40. And then sink as a bear. Okay, so let's do 40. If you're trying to do world things. With all of my brain, I am going to think of... You know what archery bots look like? They're like these targets that mm-hmm. are designed for accommodating arrows. I want a little shield of them set up. Like, where? how far away is Funky from the guy? 80 feet. 80 feet... But dude will have a turn before Funky, right? Yes. So I want them ar- around. No, I'm after you, Pip. You're after me? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Okay, so 
50 feet in front of Funky in line with the guy, I want a little barricade of archery butts to show up for basically Funky to run to and hide. I'm gonna say... I use wisdom, don't I? Or do I use intelligence? You had used charisma. But I'm a bear. But you're a bear. Let me look at bear. So bear is plus three con, minus four int, plus one wisdom, minus two charisma. Let's give him wisdom. Give him wisdom. You're a saint, Tyler. Okay, (laughs) so I'm going to roll... Uh, I what do I do? I just roll a wisdom save. Yeah, and add a one. Eighteen. You, as a bear, look over to the side and you see a large amount of archery buttes pop up from the ground. Now it is Funky's turn. Uh, I see these things pop up. I pro- oh shit! Oh man, I wish I could have staggered them around and given him like multiple hide spots, but I wasn't thinking that far. I don't know how these butts come That's up. Fine. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so I, if I see these things come up, I would... The other the guy's, like, 80 feet away from me at this point? Yeah. Alright. Yeah, go run and hide behind one of them. Wait, I didn't realize we were that far away from the house. Yeah. Yeah, you're running away. You're basically running parallel to the fence away from the house. He's just kiting you. Okay. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll get behind one of the butts. I'm not going to use a action to hide. I'm going to cast Cure Wounds at second level on myself instead. They are 50 feet in front of you. The butts are? Yeah. Oh, if they're 50 feet in front of me and I'd have to run, that would be a full dash to get there. So I am Fuck. going to instead, I'm going to move 25 feet away and cast mirror image on myself. So four funkies kind of appear and are constantly changing position with me. Okay. How many feet? You said 25 feet away? I only have 25 feet. Okay. Yeah. So you are now 105 away. So with mirror image, there's... These elusive three three duplicates of Funky are there, and they're kind of just like spazzing out. We're constantly switching places between between me and which one's real, so it's impossible to tell which one's actual Funky. Basically, when you roll to attack, I I make a d20 roll, and depending on what the result is, you either potentially hit me or hit one of the dupes, and it does nothing except destroy a dupe. Okay, and that and it gets a little easier to hit me each time a dupe dies. So. It's a little harder to run away from a bear every time a dupe dies. Yep. Alright, next up is his turn, and he... You know what? Let's flip a coin. (laughs) Odds, funky, evens, bear. Oh. It is odds. He's going to try to guess with the duplicates. So, uh, roll d20 to determine whether the attack targets one of the duplicates. Okay, so d20, I rolled a... Natural one. So with three du- three duplicates, you have to roll a six or higher to change the attack to a duplicate. So you got a one, so that means you hit me. Oh, cool. <laughs> uh, the second one, just so we get that out of the way, is a six. Uh, so the six would hit a duplicate. We'll hit a duplicate. Yeah. Okay, and that pretty much just takes it out, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, you you roll you still roll an attack roll, so. Oh, right. AC is 10 plus my dex, so okay. there's a good chance you hit it. Okay, so first for you is a 17 to hit. Yeah, 17 hits. And since this is the first attack, it gets the bonus. Oh, <laughs> you, sir, happen to be quite lucky. <laughs> yeah. On a range from 2 to 18 on possible die rolls, yeah. I rolled a 2. Two ones. Wow. So that is 6 
damage to you. So Funky drops. Oh, you still... Damn. <laughs> I had three left. Oh, I didn't realize. Yeah. Um, so does that mean the dupes... Yeah, they... Uh, it's not concentration, oh, concentration on the dupes, but the Spirit Guardians is, so Spirit Guardians drop. Okay. I don't think he knows... Well, I don't know if he would know that he hit you. Well, the other one hit a dupe anyway. Or I don't... Would he know that that, like, you... I think he would know that he hit you. Yeah, because I would fall the, and Spirit Guardians yeah, drop. But... Yeah, so, yeah, so when when the Spirit Guardian disappears with the second attack... Oh, I see what you're saying. Instead of it... He, he realizes that, oh, those are Spirit Guardians. I actually took out the real guy. No, 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 but, but Funky was the first oh, attack. Oh, so, right. Funky was the first attack, so you hit me and dropped me. Then Spirit Guardians drop. Right, so he has to actually... And that was your second one you rolled for the dupe, but I guess I dropped, so he would have known I was dead. Yeah. I guess. We'll, we'll so. say that he rolled an 18 to hit the duplicate afterwards. The duplicate disappears, and with one thing disappearing and one thing actually on the ground, he's like, oh, I took out that guy. And he turns his attention to the bear and runs 30 feet away from the bear. So, Pip, you are now 80 feet away from this guy. No. Oh, yeah, because I only ran 40. Yep. So, Funky, give me a death saving throw. Yeah. 19. So, that's a one in the, positive. One in the positive. Pip, you have Funky, who is about 55 feet from you, and the other guy is 80. And Funky is just down. Does Pip, does Bear Pip even know that I'm down? Uh, he was looking over with the archery things, and he saw you go the other way. Bear Pip is truly empathetic. How far away is Funky from the house? I think he got about a hundred feet away from Funky. He's pretty. He's got to be pretty close to the house. He might be past the house. I, I went thirty feet back, or fifteen feet. Sorry, twenty-five. That's my movement. I went twenty-five yeah, feet you're, back. You're, he's pretty close to the house, I'd say. I sprinted like fifty toward. Yeah, but he's close to the house. Twenty-five back. Okay, I'm fifty-five feet away from Funky. Who is then how far from the house? He's in the yard. It's a small yard, let's say. He's in a, he's he's in the yard of a one acre home. Is picking up Funky as a bear an action? Uh, I'd say so. It's like a grapple's an action. I would say so too. All right. I would like to do an intimidation roll at the archer and then run forty feet back towards Funky and try to set up a little barricade around us with my mind. Okay, so the intimidation won't really do anything because you're not expending anything to do it? No, okay, that's fine. I'll just run back and try to set up a little, like, I'm thinking kind of a miniature version of a medieval post thing around us. Okay, okay, so you use your movement, you had... 40 feet back towards Funky, so you would now be 15 feet away from him. Can you Google me a picture? Just some of these, just around us, so that arrows can't okay. can't get in. I see, I see. So I'm 15 feet away from Funky, and then he is very close to the door of the house. Sure, 10, 15 feet away. Yeah, so I, I want to... Um, get close to him and then try to manifest this to protect us from any arrow arrow shots okay are you keeping you keeping bear form yeah that's concentration okay give a wisdom check it would be a bear wisdom right yes no yes it's bear wisdom okay and i'm going to expend 
a bardic inspiration die. Don't think you can. As a bear? You can check. No, 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 like I have one. I had an inspiration checked. You gave one to me that I used. No, no. And I, and I had one too. Not because of that. I think just because of the spell uh, itself. Because I'm a bear. It. Oh, no, you gave you gave Claire a DM inspiration last time. I oh, I don't I, I don't know the... how inspiration works when it's a DM yeah. inspiration. Yeah, I think you gave Claire a DM inspiration last time for, for serenading us. Oh, yeah. Oh, you want to use that? Insp- so not a bardic inspiration. You oh. want to use the inspiration I gave you. How does that work? That's fine. You can use that one. What is it? I was I was just wondering if you could use a bardic inspiration if you were a bear. But it would just be advantage on the roll. Oh. Well, I think it's called a bardic inspiration then. A bardic. <laughs> okay, that's better. All right. <gasps> My first roll is a six. Uh, this is a 17 plus wisdom is one, 18. You see these posts just shoot up out of the ground, not even a millimeter apart from each other. And the archer has gone from sight. Okay. Next up is... Funky. The archer. Right? I'm after Pip. Oh, you're after Pip, right. Can you give me a death saving throw? That's a three. One on one, guys. One on one. All right. So there's a bit of silence during this person's turn. Then all of a sudden there's a bit of wind and it kind of rattles against the the posts. The posts are kind of shaking and shaking and shaking. But then it doesn't seem like it's powerful enough and it stops. And now it is Pip's turn. Okay. I want to go the last 15 feet to Funky mm-hmm. and pick him up at, as a bear. Okay. And disappear the posts and run into the house. Okay. You don't have to disappear the posts. Why not? Your last thought stays up. Oh, okay. Oh, I wasn't. I was originally picturing them like encircling us, but I. Oh, okay. I I pictured it as a line. Oh, that's fine. They can be a line. <laughs> I just wanted like an escape plan to like. That. No, 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 it's fine. We can, we can. We'll put the post down. You run it's inside. Fine. Go ahead. Um, so wait, can I do that? Sure. He's. Uh, I mean, you're a bear. Yeah. Go ahead. I'm you a can, bear. You can do that. So you. Pick up Funky, you run towards Gingerly the pick me up in your teeth. I flip him onto my back, and I'm kind of like holding you on there by biting onto two parts of your uh, robe eyes. It's like uh, Dak Shepard in Lost, uh, uh, Without a Paddle, right? Pick him up by the collar and carry him off like a mama bear. Give me a dexterity check. Okay. 16 plus zero. Okay. 16. Okay. That was to see if your bear claws could open the door handle and turn it. Oh, come on! <laughs> uh, and you're able to kind of just use brute force to turn it with friction over to the side, and you mm-hmm. open the door. I want to close it, too. Go ahead. You, you go inside, and you close it, and you look around, and in inside this room, there... I don't know the best way to describe it. <laughs> Other than there's food, except it's people. So you see, like, picture, like, Aqua Teen Hunger Force. Now picture what grapes with eyes and a mouth might look like in Aqua Teen Hunger Force, and you see those. Okay. And so, like, okay. a banana and some asparagus. And I'm a banana! There's a bag of sugar and a slab of meat and they're all just dancing around and there's this little band up in the back that is playing music and you see like this wait staff walking around with platters 
Platters with what on it? People. Platters Obviously. with food eats people. That's how it goes. Give a perception check. <laughs> okay, well, oh, fuck. What, what do, what's perception for bears? Uh, wisdom. Wisdom. Oh, good. Okay, well, still only a six. You can't really tell, but looks small and pointy. And as you enter, everyone just kind of stops and turns and looks at the both of you. Can I? Are we still on initiative? Can I smile, or is that an action? We'll stay in initiative a little bit because you still have Funky down. Okay. Um, and the archer is still outside, so that will be that turn. Funky, give a death saving throw. Okay. Let's see how this goes. That's another fail. That's a seven. Yeah. Okay. Oof. No. No more fucking around. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Now it is the archer's turn. The bear's full weight is against the door. Okay. <laughs> now it is your turn, Pip. Uh, Pip. Actually, uh, before your turn, you'll hear one of the oranges steps up and puts a couple of mitten hands on its tummy. It says, what do we have here? Is that a bear? No. Um. Now it is your turn. Okay. Uh, I think I think to de-bear, I'm just dropping concentration. Yep. So that's not... Is that a... That's not a turn, right? Nope. Okay, I am going to de-bear and immediately cast a third level Cure Wounds on Funky. Okay, go for it. How? <laughs> I'm so bad at healing. 3d8 plus your spell mod. And my spell mod's Charisma, right? Yeah. Yes, okay, so that's 10 plus 4 plus 3, 17. I'm awake. <laughs> Yay. Funky was so... If he... So, just if you're not aware, if Funky had rolled a one on that last death saving throw, he would be dead. Yeah, I know. I would be a dead boy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Pip is looking at him with the biggest pie eyes, and I think he's probably just, like, holding two handfuls of his beard uh, and staring straight into his face. So you, you see Pip Everyone's touch. <laughs> looking up at you. It's uh, now your turn, and you kind of look over to the side, and you also see, while Pip is pie-eyed, you also see a slice of pumpkin pie. Who is also pie-eyed! Just <laughs> kind of kneeling next to you. I'm assuming I cough up a little bit of blood again. <laughs> Pip, where, where the fuck are we? What happened? Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, we... I think we're still fighting that archer. So, you know, time to shore up here. But we are in a house, and it is populated by food people. Don't eat the people. And Pip turns to the orange and shrugs. All right, Funky, what do you do? Your turn. So, Pip, you told me the archer is outside. Or, or still coming after us, right? I think he is. Can I, can I lock the door? Give a wisdom check. It's a suburban neighborhood, Tyler. You can probably lock the door. <laughs> Wisdom, that's a 12. I'm I'm rolling great tonight, guys. Ben rolls. This one's going in timeout. I, forget, I didn't write this down last time. Was it Wisdom save or Wisdom roll? Uh, you've been doing just Wisdom rolls. Okay. So there is no lock on this door. So I had you try to like imagine one in place, but yeah. are unable to do so. That's fair. And so next up is the archer's turn, and give a strength save, Funky. I'm using a different die this time. Okay. Go good! Strength. I'm going to put that one in timeout as well, because that was an eight. I might actually have to look at this. 
So, uh, the archer throws himself at the door, but Funky's just sturdy body is able to kind of block it as it kind of thuds <laughs> against him and goes back into place. And you hear some garbled yelling outside. Uh, <laughs> and next up, it good, is... Good thing we established that Funky's thick. Oh, <laughs> uh, and the orange had gone again and it said, My, my, you were a bear and now you're not! And now it is Pip's turn. Okay, so what? Oh God, I don't know how to. I don't know how to do order of operations in this room. Am I seeing Stefan anywhere, or J- or Jimmy? It's a packed room. You can use your action to make a perception check. Fuck, am I? Am I still in a fight? But you wouldn't in a, with your passive. I mean, the archer just threw himself against the door. Okay. Pip is going to... What furniture is nearby? Is there anything door barricade-y? Uh, you could go over and grab... It looks like a massaging device in the form of a juicer. And you can grab that next to the door. Okay, this... Mm. No, I think I, 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 I gotta play a longer game here. That, that seems confusing and I don't even know what a massage juicer is. So I'm actually going to cure... It's a dreamland. Uh, yeah, I'm going to cast Cure Wounds <laughs> on myself because I have D-Baird and I look rough. Uh, and I'm going to do that at second level. Okay. Spells. So I, I just, yeah. I was debating whether or not I want to run and hide in the crowd. <laughs> do you want to move at all? Uh, I don't... Mm, is, is Funky physically holding the door shut? He's standing there. In front of it. My girthiness is blocking it at this moment in time. It kind of bounced off his tummy. It did a tummy bounce. I might go and scrooch under a busy table. Okay. Uh, okay, so I got a 12 plus... Did you use a bonus action for the heal? Why would I use a bonus action for the heal? Because you need an action to hide. So if you're rolling to hide... So just move to move under a table? But you're rolling something. Sure. Or move into a move into a crowd. Move into the crowd. That's not. Yeah, that's fine. If, if you I don't need to roll for that. Okay. But I knew she, I. Need, she was gonna cure wounds herself. I need to roll to cure wounds. Oh, sorry. I thought you were rolling for hiding. My bad. No, 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 no. So uh, that's a f- fifteen because I'm not on death's door, but kind of on death's door. So I'm gonna add some points to that. Okay. All right. Next up is Funky. Yeah. Well, seeing there's no lock, because I tried that, I'm going to suddenly realize, oh, right, we're in we're in dream space. And I'm going to try and envision a brick wall on the inside of that door. Give a wisdom check. Wisdom, wisdom, wisdom. 22. Thank fuck. And brick by brick quickly flies up and covers the front door. And I just kind of go, oh, fuck, and plop my ass on the floor leaning against the brick wall because I'm spent. <laughs> Pip's sharing a drink with a pineapple by now, so... And the orange turned now and he says, where did that one go? You can't put a wall simply there. It's a fire hazard. Did you not hear of the burning juice incident of 1932? Where are you? Why did you... You were a bear? Why aren't you food? Oh my god, are we making a fruit salad now? This sucks. <laughs> Everything in this brain is hostile to us. <laughs> now we're out of initiative. Oh! But you are being questioned by... By an orange? Yeah. 
questioned by an orange right now. Right. And as you try to go to the crowd, the crowd kind of parks as you're doing so. Like, they're not down for the hiding. Okay. All right. But out of initiative, that's good. Uh, as you walked in, you did see... You walked in, and the only other door that you saw was straight ahead. And then there it looks like there's a party here going on. Um, good morrow! <laughs> uh, hi. Sorry. I'm... How, how hurt are you looking, Pip? Uh, I, I did a heal on myself. Uh, so, like, I don't know, two-thirds? <laughs> like... Okay, cool. Alright, so there's a party going on here. We got an angry orange. We bricked off a fire exit, albeit not good. And there's a door on the opposite side of the room from us. So, think about it like you walked in a front door. As you walked in, there's a wall immediately on your right as you walk in. Mm-hmm. Straight ahead is another door along that wall, opposite side of the room, and then you just have the rest of the room. It's a party zone with okay. a and food. God, it's going to be hard for Pip to leave this room abandoned food. Funky too. I approach the orange with the greatest of respect and give a little, like, half bow and say, terribly sorry to interrupt your festivities. We, we don't mean to cause any sort of disruption here. We've just fallen upon some uncomfortable times and are looking for a friend of ours who we think may have come this way, but we're not sure. Who is your friend? Why were you bleeding? Why were you a bear? We're getting used to this whole world and, and space. That that was confusing. To- what do you mean you're getting used to this world? Oh. Have you not lived here forever? Pretty far down the road. And it's, uh, it's real different over there. We're a bit lost, to be honest, right now. I'm not sure where we are. But uh, we had a friend who... I don't know how to describe Stefan. Because I don't know how to describe a halfling with respect to a dwarf and a gnome. Is it kind of medium between the two of us? He's about the... I think he's about the same as you. Yeah. Shorter than me, roughly the same as you. Okay. Uh, our friend is, a, is about my size. Scrappy little fellow. What kind of food is he? Halfling? Um, excuse me? Why aren't you foods? Oh, it's because we're, we're not from this town. This house. We're, we're from a little further away where uh, the beings are like us. Give a... Let's say like, a, not a persuasion, but just like a general charm. Uh, charisma. Can I tap Pip and give Pip guidance since I'm standing right behind him while he's talking? Just say, Tamora got you. Well, I, I did get a mod 20. I don't know what guidance gives me. <laughs> Gives you a D4 on top of it. Uh, if you want to do vocal and take out your somatic pouch in front of them and do this, you can? Mm, uh, well, no, it's well, it's not materials. It's just vocal and somatic. Yeah. So, just tomorrow I help you and reach out and touch. I feel like we're weird enough that that won't cause any uh, <laughs> further eyebrows. I mean, further orange eyebrows to raise. You're willingly casting a spell in front of people. Mm-hmm. Right. Just to unpip, though. Just touching Pip and saying, tomorrow, tomorrow help, or tomorrow will guide you. Give a sleight of hand check. <laughs> well, I rolled a three, which means sleight of hand is a seven. All right. It's a lot of sub-tens I've rolled today. You get the d4, but now roll again with disadvantage. 
So just roll one more time, Pip. And take the lower of the two. So it's a 13. Okay. And yeah, D4? With, yeah. D4 on top of it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> that, that was with the D4? Wait, do, oh, I re- do I re-roll the D4? No. Okay, yeah. Okay. Right, let's see. <laughs> he says, what is he doing there? Is he casting a spell at us? Oh, I just need constant phrases of affirmation t- to make sure I don't have a panic attack. I'm... That's true in this world and in Claire's real world. D- despite my appearance, I'm a, a man of the cloth. I'm just trying to give her my, give him my blessing. Hey, you're gonna have to. We're gonna have to get you out of here. Had enough with you. You gotta go. And as he's saying this, a plum steps up and he says, "Jerry, these guys here, they're with me." I invited him from out of town. I'll show up to the costume room, get them all set up. Sorry I didn't tell them what kind of party this was. You didn't think they'd come? They kind of, you know, that little prissy type. Uh. Oh, yes, I, I can, I can see that. Yes, take them to the costume room. Fine. Come on. I, I hold this plum's hand. And he brings you. <laughs> and I also grab Funky's hand. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say I hold Pip's hand. <laughs> brings you over. Doesn't look like y'all's from around here, but you look like good folks. We're good, good folks. Sorry about the bear. No problem. Name's Dan. Dan the, Dan the plum? Yeah, Dan, I'm a plum. You got a problem with it? I just, I just took you out of that situation there, huh? I think you're enchanting. All right. That's what I like to hear. Welcome to the house of food. Some people like to call it the grocery store. We think that's a bit too on the nose. We got this room here. This is the party room. This is where we party. Uh, if I were you, you know, you look like you might be not into this kind of thing. So stay away from the food. You know, there's some liquidified human punch over there. We got dwarf smoothie station over there. Uh, there's an actual finger platter. I don't know why you guys named it that when you didn't put actual fingers on it. Uh, don't try the truffles. I'm just saying that right now. Mm-hmm. Anyways, and he goes and he goes through the next door. Uh, he opens it and you see that there is a, uh, it's kind of like an L shape. There's a hall straight ahead and another hall to your right to make an L. There are signs above doors. So on your left, um, in this hallway going straight forward, there's a costume room. There's a, it used to say freezer, but now it says uh, holding cells. There's another one that says sauna. There's one that says kitchen, and then there's a VIP room. Okay. All right. Come on, follow me. I'll take you to the uh, costume room. We'll get you all set up with the proper digs here. Dan, do do you know about our friend who came through here? Uh, what guy are you talking about? He kind of looks like me, but um, more muscly, I guess. Uh, did he come here and fly an ice cube? In an ice cube. Yeah, he's probably down, down, holding cells down there with the corn. Do you think we could get him before to also get him into a costume? That was an accident. Uh, I don't know about that. I'm just gonna make sure that you're all set to go. I'll bring you back to the party. Leave you alone. You do your own thing there. Have a good time. Okay, I appreciate it. You're a good plum. Thank you. All right. Thank you, Dan. Yeah, no problem, guy. And he takes you to the costume room. And as he opens the door, you see, uh... A strawberry just standing there behind a desk, looking looking at you with rows and rows of what look to be different types of costumes behind it. 
And he says, What do you do? What do you say? Uh, welcome to the costume room. Uh, hi. Hi. I'm Stan the Strawberry. Hi, Stan. <laughs> do you, Hello, do Stan. You, do you have anything in little size? Yeah, what, 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 uh, what you feeling today? Huh? Like, what are you feeling? Banana? Feeling plum? Feeling avocado? Real hot on the market lately has been the star fruit. Are they all fruit? Are they all fruits? No. Uh, <laughs> but if you, if you, if you, yeah, we got corn and vegetable eggplant over there. There's nice steak over there. Nice cut of lamb. Oh, uh, okay. I mean, Pip's always been just a little tomato. I I need something that's big in the middle, like me. All right. So uh, got tomato here. You, what do you want? What what you got that's big in the middle? I think a tomato's big in the middle. Maybe I should be something else. No, you could be a tomato. What, what, yeah. What do, what do you have for round fruits? <gasps> can I be a gherkin? I'm sorry. <laughs> you look like a bag of sugar. Oh, what is that? Not, one of the... not you. The other one. Oh. Me? <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, I. That works. I'm just gonna put put funky in a sack. How's this go? Do, 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 can, do, do I do I need help getting in? Or uh, come here. <laughs> And even though there's racks of clothes behind it, behind him, he, uh, he tells you to walk up to him. Yep. He just I, I do it. Yep. boops you on the nose, and when he boops you, you turn into a bag of sugar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it happens sometimes. I thought he would be a bag of sugar. Can tell by the voice. <laughs> Wait. Uh, you you ready to be a tomato? Or you want something else, huh? No, I'll I'll be a little grape tomato. Uh, boop boops you on the nose. You're a little grape tomato now. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, little round bread guy. Well, what are my tomato stats, Tyler? <laughs> what do I do with this? Uh, you just look like a tomato now. Okay. <laughs> uh, I guess we... Thanks, Stan. Thanks, Stan. And I guess we leave? I shuffled my sack toward the door. Oh, God. Uh, I didn't even mean it like that, Tyler. <laughs> we've, we've had a bad influence on you. And as you turn to leave... Stan just kind of leans back, gets in a chair, and starts tapping the table to the music, like, do what, do what, do, do, do. And uh, you turn to leave. There weren't any other doors in that room, right? No. Okay. All right. We leave. So now we're back in that hallway that potentially yeah, has right? access to the holding cells. All right. Let's go back to the uh, body room. And you do whatever you want. Oh, Dan, you're still here. How do we look? Uh, you know... I probably would have picked a plum, but, you know, you don't have to thank me in that kind of way, or if you could choose anything after a guy saved your life, choose to be a plum. You don't have to do that. Don't worry, I'm giving you a hard time. Don't worry, you little grape if you, tomato. If you combine sugar and a tomato, it's almost a plum. Not true at all. All right, let's head back to the Not room. true at all, but I, I love you. <laughs> Thanks, Dan. He, he tries to start guiding you back to the party. Okay. Oh, Stan, is there a bathroom over here? Uh, no, we, we don't. Sorry, Dan. 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 We don't wear food. We don't. We don't make. Yeah, we give. Uh, we don't. Right. We, yeah, we don't, yeah. Yeah, me neither. Okay. I mean, there's a water station you can go. We, uh, is that in the party room? Is the water station in the party room, or is that a weird... Yeah, it's in the party room. Okay, all right, we're going back to the party room. Okay, cool. You see there's a little uh, fountain... As you make your way back to the party room, there's a little Pip line of people. Pee's in the fountain, though. No. <laughs> 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 Shh. 
shuffle back in to the party. And Dan just kind of goes up to, leaves you two alone, goes up, starts going away. Gotta go get a drink. Where's that orange? He's just off to the side talking to a banana. Classic. Is, is anyone paying attention to us now that we're back in the party and looking like food? Nope. Hey, hey Pip, I don't know about you, but I don't, well, I don't really want to hang out in this room for too long. So probably want to get going, huh? Yeah, I'm not really into the gnome smoothie station. It's kind of yeah, freaking me out. Liquefied dwarf seems, uh, I mean, I'll try most things once. Probably not that, though. Funky? No, prions! You stay away from that. Um, maybe we should try to sneakily go back into that L-shaped ha- hallway to check out the cell room. Can, if no one is watching me, could could I pass without a trace on us? That's a good... As a bag of sugar. It's verbal, somatic, and material. Give a slight of hand check. Give a slight of hand check. I haven't decided if I want to do it yet, but I was debating. I mean, what? you'd have to be sneaky either way. Yes, yes. I don't trust my rolls tonight. I don't know if it's worth it in this room, but it would be a lot easier to get out through the door. I was thinking about just creating a minor illusion on the other side of the room. That is way easier than what I was doing. Because I, I'm assuming instance. this room is room size, so can I max distance 30 feet away from me, create some sort of... I was gonna say, like, a chocolate fountain, but now I'm thinking some sort of... More like a tub? Goliath fountain? I don't know, like some sort of human effluent fountain that they would want to dip their weird human food into. You look over and you see a fountain, and kind of just popping out of it is a bunch of Goliaths, and they go down and they get sucked back down into the drain again, they just get kind of get popped back out over and over again. There already and- is one of those?! No, no, this is this is the thing that you created. Oh, okay. And you hear, Skull Stanley, that's me. And, <laughs> hey, Pip, Funky, what are you doing here? And it just, like, keeps circling around. And all these people are definitely looking at it. People are looking at it? Fruits are looking at it. They're definitely looking at it. Okay, I'm going to grab Funky and back out, back through that door under... Yep. Shakakaka. Okay. Uh, and what do you want to head towards? Exit. Not, not to the, not to the archer. <laughs> Just no, 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 no. Like we're in, we're in that L hallway. Yeah. Where? What do you want to head towards while you're in there? Before we go any further, I would like to put cast pass it out a trace on us. Now that I don't, I'm hoping there's no one watching me do it. No, no, we should be obscured now. We're out. Still give a, still give a slight handshake. Oh, I thought, I thought I'm only doing it if we're not. Like I only want to do it if we're not visible from everyone. Like, once we've gotten away from everyone, that's when I'd like to try to do it. We don't know who's watching us. With the other hallways? I I guess I I was thinking we we had left the room and we were in the hallway. There were were guards in different places in the hallway. Okay. Uh, Gotcha. There are guards in this hallway? Hmm. There are are guards down by the uh, holding cells room and guards by the VIP room. Or people standing outside the door, you imagine they're guards. Hmm. So... So, Pip, you, you created the distraction, and a bunch of people are looking at it. No, no, I, I imagine that we're in that hallway, and I need to figure out what to say to a guard now that I'm a little tomato. Yeah. Okay. I want to walk up to the holding cell. Okay. And did the orange give us his name? He didn't. I don't think so. Nope. Okay. There are two corn standing outside. Two corn? Yeah. God, I love corn. So I 
go up to the corn and say... And as you pass the costume room, you hear the Stan say, Oh, wanna uh, change your costume again? Oh, okay. As you pass the door. (laughs) (laughs) Different tomato! So, I guess, where... We go down this hallway, mm-hmm. right? Or we, we head this down this hallway toward the holding cells, and there's corn there. It, it's just like a long hallway, and there's the holding cells with corn? or uh, There's a sign that says holding cells above a doorway in two corners standing on either side of the door. Gotcha. And it looks like it was scratched out. It used to say refrigerator, but now it says holding cells. Looks like a very late addition or change. Mm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I would like to walk up to corn and... Hello. Hi. Hi. Hello. What's your name? What the fuck do you want? Oh, okay, goodness, I'm language. Th- I'm, defend- I'm defending the cell right here, and I am pissed off. You're a saucy corn. Wait, oh, what? why are you pissed off? Should I tell him? Uh, it's, a, it's a grape tomato. You could tell him. One corn says the other one. All right. Our good friend, our good friend Butter, he's been taken. He got taken to the kitchen. Butter, we miss him. We need him. He goes great with corn. Oh. But sugar and flour, they took him. They're going to make him into a cake, I think. Oh, honey, that's not fair. I'm very sorry about that. Is there anything we can do to help? Uh, You could get butter back. Okay. I think we could get butter back. We might need a little help from you. Um, Noble Corn. My name's Cornball. A friend of ours is, I believe, Cornball. Yeah. Of course it is. <laughs> oh. uh, Cornball. This is Capricorn. What's his sign? Ah, uh, Pisces. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, I hope it's something like Pisces. <laughs> we, we, we can help you with your search for butter, but um, I think a friend of ours is accidentally in the refrigerator. I was wondering if maybe we could um, pull him on out of there. He he was supposed to be one of the guests along with us, and and there was just a admin miscommunication. Could could we pop him out, and then we'll go on some sort of butter brigade? Give a persuasion check. Yes. Oh, back in Pip's wheelhouse, honey. Wait, as a tomato, am I still Pip? Sure. Okay, so persuasion. Yeah. A twenty-nine. Okay. Oh, damn. <laughs> I'm a hot, hot little tomato. This guy will said, I'll tell you what. Normally, I'd say, heck no, you're not getting anywhere near the prisoner. This is a holding cell. This is where we hold them. You can't just have random grape tomatoes coming up. But here's what you can do. One injustice for another. You go and you get butter back. And we'll let you get this guy free. That guy would really help us get butter. But I understand what you're saying. He's quite a potty mouth. I don't think he'd do very well in the kitchen. I'm not going to disagree with you, because I know who we're dealing with. What's a diddly do? I don't know what that is. I am trying to figure that out as well. A sweet term endearment for all vegetable and fruit matter. I have an appointment in the kitchen to go retrieve a processed dairy product. Uh, good day, sir. Uh, good day to you. Get butter back, please. We miss him. Slathered all over us. I'm so uncomfortable, Cornball. <laughs> and I leave. Thank you. Thank you, Corn. 
Yeah, so you're at the end of the hallway right now. Across the hall is the sauna room. There's the costume room right next door on the same side of the hall as you. And then next to the sauna room is the kitchen. There's the sauna room. Uh-huh. And it's not just full of steamed vegetables. I mean, you can go check it out, too. Hey, Pip, you want to go for a spitz? Uh, I, mm, <laughs> I, th- I don't think butter would do well in there. I think it would get all melty. I- yeah, I don't know that I'll do well in there. I'll turn into a blob now as, as this sugary thing, right? Can we peek in the window as we go by? Or is that creepy? Sure. Give a perception check. I'm going to try and peek as well. Okay. 15. I'm going to see a cauliflower wearing a towel. Uh, perception is 21. Pip, you don't really see it because you see a lot of smoke, actually. Smoke or steam? You see smoke. But Funky can see a little bit better, and he sees that there are meats inside. Pip, Pip, there's, there's meats in there. Uh, mm, human? Human meats? I feel like the food would eat people? Oh, yeah. Didn't we figure this out? That there were? Pip kind of tucks back into his little grape, grape tomato costume and, uh... Oh, right. Yeah. Beats feet. Yeah, wait, wait a second. Yeah, you're right, Pip. Didn't they have, like, dwarf shakes? Oh, they had... Mm, it was unsettling. And I think I might be vegan now. Ugh. I mean, I might sneak a little back. Oh, God. Let's get out of here. <laughs> Let's go find butter. We gotta go find them. Okay. Oh, good one, Pip. So you head to the kitchen. You just walk right in. The door's closed right now. Uh, Pip, just... I assume it's one of those, like... You know, like the swinging restaurant doors... Is it one of those? Uh, sure. Okay, Pip just sneaks around the corner and peeks in. I just want to get, like, the lay of the land before we burst in doing some sort of Steve the Chopper-style ruse. Okay, <laughs> give a stealth check and a perception check. Okay, stealth and perception. Wow! If I, if I see Pip... I rolled 2d20s for those and got a couple of nines. So, that means... My stealth is a 13, and my perception is an 11. So you peek your head in, and you see in the corner, there looks to be eggs, some flour, some chocolate, sugar, and then there's butter over there, too. And uh looks like they're having a conversation, almost like there's a semicircle around butter. Okay. Funky's perception is better than mine. And I turn to Funky and say, hey, can you get a bead on margarine in there? I think we can we can make some hay out of this if we can find margarine to step in for butter. What? what uh, okay. Uh, I'll, I'll peek it after Pip. Uh, I'll peek in through after Pip tells me. Okay. Same two rolls. Stealth and... Perception. Perception. Do my ropes give me advantage? Yeah, eyes. Eyeballs. Sight base. You're not looking yeah. with your butt. So I'll roll three. Alright, stealth. Oh, nice. Stealth is a 16? Uh, sorry, 20. Ooh. Wow. Funky's a ghost. And perception. Oh, not 20. So 24. All the kids. Okay. So a dirty 20 and a 24. So you peek your head in, you don't see any margarine or anything, but you see them kind of huddling around sugar and say... Or sorry, huddling around butter and saying, "It'll, it'll be okay. Come on, you never been a cake before. Just wait till you till you do it. It's nice and cozy in that oven there." 
I mean, that's a lot of commitment to like merge bodies with these other ingredients. I don't know if I'd be <laughs> ready for that. Basically like a big rave, you know? Big orgy almost. Oh, I hate <laughs> mixing of <laughs> we all blend souls. Bodies blending together, becoming one. Yeah, I think we're getting close to time, Pip. Okay, okay, okay. I, um I don't know. Do you have any ideas to get in? I mean we could just walk in, but then the I don't know what that does for us. I'm wondering if we need butter for something that we can excuse him from this situation. Her it. It, them. Excuse them from this situation um, mm. that they're in. Because, like... Yeah, that's a thought. Okay, I got I got an idea. Want, want, want to play along with me? Sure. That works. I'm going to give you... I'm going to give Pip guidance before we go in. Ooh. I'm going to touch you and just give you a quick... Tomorrow, tomorrow will guide you. So you get guidance. Which is just a D4 once in the next okay. minute. Okay, Tyler, just one quick question. With these vegetables, yep. I'm assuming they have legs and they're walking around. Like these food food pe- food creatures? Yeah. So do they, do they also have arms? Yeah. And they were like kind of anthropomorphized acting like people in the other room eating and drinking and doing stuff like this? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, what you thinking, Pip? Okay, so Pip. Pip pops into the kitchen and says, Shoot, guys, I got a problem. My good, good friend, Be- Beats, my good friend, Beat, um, he was having a hu- good, tasty human smoothie, and then somebody dared him to see if he could put his hand in the jar, and he got it stuck, and I could really use some butter to help me gre- grease up his arm to try and get get him unstuck. He's He's got a really, really specific type of claustrophobia. It's a common Beat thing, but he just doesn't like his hands being combined. Give a deception check. You can add a d4 if you want, right? It's... it's Wait, is deception an ability check? Oh, ability check. Yeah, that's an ability check. Yep. Okay, 18 plus 3 on my d4 plus deception. Ooh! That's one of my, not my best dots, but a good dot. Okay, so I think I'm up around like 27. <laughs> this is stupid. Pip doesn't know beets. Okay. Uh, you see one of the... You see the sugar turn around, looks at the both of you, looks at Funky, the other sugar, says, He sugar, this is true? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm just helping out with my, my buddy Grape Tomato here. All right, you you bring him right back, right? We're about to make him a cake. You can join in. Oh. Ooh. Sugar. Yeah. <laughs> You'd love that. Um. <laughs> sounds sounds like a party. Yeah, baby, bring it right back. Butter starts walking away, and Sugar gives a little slap on the ass. Oh, Pip's kind of feeling actually a little bit left out now. It's like, does nobody want just a little tomato in their cake? Nah, yeah, get out of here. Uh, fine. Mm. That's how you get red velvet, right? We don't hang out with beets anyway. <laughs> All right. It's such a great tomato thing to say. And everybody just starts laughing as you exit the room <laughs> with butter. <laughs> My feelings are deeply hurt. I've lost track of what we're doing. Where are we going? Corn? Yeah, I think we take him to corn. Um, hey, butter. How how are you doing, man? Hey. Oh, it's been pretty rough. You know, you know, you shouldn't be a cake. Everybody kind of wants me, you know. <gasps> I just want to enjoy the party. That's all. Do. You... Yeah. Yeah. So you know, you know, being a cake's probably um. 
one of those irreversible reactions, right? Like, that's a one-way street to being with those dudes until consumption. Yeah, that that shit stays with you forever, for life. Might go away, but it'll come back. Yeah, that is, that's pretty true. I have thought about taking that chemistry of cooking class. <laughs> now, quick question. Uh, Butter, are you, like, are you into Corrin's body? I mean, Corrin kind of always turns me down, so... Ooh, okay. Well, we have a magical evening for you. Come on, friend. All right. Hey, what what do you know about the meats there in that in that spa? Oh, uh, Jimmy, he he really loves meat, so he he uh, wraps himself up and wraps himself around some meat, so get him nice and smoked, get that nice scent beforehand. Jimmy's bread. Jimmy Jimmy is bread. Je- oh, yeah. I also completely forgot where we were or what we were doing. We are in a man's brain. <laughs> we're in Jemmy's brain. And, that, and in his dreamscape, he is bread. Oh. I am a tomato. Okay. L- and he likes to wrap himself up in meat, you say? Huh. Yeah. Huh? Okay. Cool. I mean. Then, sidebar, what is wrong with Tyler? Yep. Like, what's wrong with Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we can have this discussion later. <laughs> I just thought, like, what's the weirdest thing I could do? What if I flipped a party, except the food were the people and the people were the food? It's, uh, that is, it's an interesting choice. <laughs> <laughs> Not going but over to dinner at your house. It's also perfect for dreaming, because yeah. weird <laughs> shit. <laughs> So we take we take Butter by the hand. I'm assuming Butter likes to hold hands. Yeah. Hey, hey Pip. Should we should we be meat? Would meat make sense? If Jimmy likes meat. Oh. Maybe we're in the wrong outfits here. But that's literal meat. Like we're not gonna. Yeah. You're thinking of trying to do a costume change on the way by the costume mirror. Uh. Yeah. Okay. Maybe I don't know. That's a good idea. Uh. That's a thing. As long as. Also, it gets. Gets me out of being a cake. True. Well, not a beefcake. What? Oh! Um, nice, Pip. You are on fire. Well, let's pop pop our heads in the window uh, where Stan's at on the way by. Because it's right on the way by, right? All right. Yeah, it's across the hall. Okay. All right. Let's bring the butter to the butter cell. See if you can get a butter corn action. Oh, do we want to put Stefan in a meat stew? Maybe we should pop him out and then get him a little meat suit. Yeah, I think we get Stefan out first, and then we each pick a different meat. Okay. You know, there's there's multiple farm animals. One of us can be a pig, a pork, and one of us can be a beef, and one of us can be a chicken. Hmm. We'll see which one Jemmy likes best. Uh, all right, so you head <laughs> over to the corn, and as you're walking over, there's kind of this almost like chariots of fire playing in the background as the corn... Ah! Ba-ba-da-ba-ba-da! Yeah, the corn sees butter and starts running, and then the butter like sees him surprised and goes, "Oh me!" and then starts running towards the corn. And that's when they embrace. And it's with a very wet, slappy sound. And that breaks you out of the song. Yeah, he's gonna slip right through. Reunited. Oh. I think we did a good thing, Pip. I think. Damn. This this seems more consensual than the cake making, huh? That corn's getting real greased up. Um, guys, could we get the cell open? 
Oh, yeah. We are corn of our word. Oh, that's good. Thanks, corn. Yeah, name was Cornball. Oh, thanks, Cornball. All right, all right, Capricorn, go open it up. <laughs> then he goes off and he opens up the, the door and the refrigerator door opens. And as it opens, kind of like uh, you see fog, not fog, but mist kind of come out. Yeah. And triumphantly stepping out with a little bit of uh, ice, you know, on parts of the face and the chin and the eyebrows and such. But out steps Stefan. Well, well, well. Never thought I'd be happier to see a diddly do than I am right now. Uh, Happy to be a diddly do. And good day to you too, Pip. I'm a tomato. Yeah. Um, I'm a bag of sugar. But yeah, how yeah? How do you uh, how do you do that? Uh oh. We're gonna go over here. We need to do a little uh, cost. Oh, that's not Stefan's voice. Whatever. Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Gav. There how we do go. Do, diddly do. <laughs> there he is. Uh. We, we gotta do a, a little bit of a costume change because we can't have you looking like... The food's food. Your glorious self. Yeah. Alright. I'm game. Whatever it takes to uh, find Jimmy. You find him yet? Uh, no, but we... Uh, not exactly. We know who we're looking for now because he's not gonna look like himself. He's gonna look a little bit more carbo-loaded. Yeah. Uh, I think. Gotcha. Potato. Nope, Brad. Brad. Ah. Alright, well, how do I, you know, look like a cool piece of food like you guys? Well, let's, let's pop around the corner and find Stan. Yeah, we've been there. Follow us. Alright, so you depart the corn and head to see Stan in the costume area. And he kind of sees you walk through the door. He lights up and he's like, Hey guys, you, uh, you come back? You trying to, uh... A new costume? Maybe you want me a strawberry? Ooh. Oh, uh, well, we do. We do need definitely a costume for our friend. And we were thinking that we also might want to try something new. Ah, uh, like a strawberry? I mean, we, we can't really compete with the fine specimen of strawberry that's standing in front of us, but I do like red. We were thinking about something in the, the, the meaty variety. I... Uh, Trying to get in with Jimmy? Maybe. I also like meat. Do you happen to know his his favorite protein? I mean, he just really likes meat. But he loves some meat. He loves some oldies music. Hmm. That's what he loves in life. Huh. Well, you got a roast turkey soup back there? Come on over. And he, he, he walks up to you and gives you a boop on what your nose would be. Okay. And you turn into chicken. Cooked, well, cooked chicken. This is a nicely seasoned. Pretty good. I really was looking for something to kind of hide my thighs, so I guess this works. <laughs> what other meats you got? Uh, whatever you want. What's your heart desire? Uh, I feel I'm feeling a little bit beefy right now. Why don't you want a little bit of beef? I thought fucking was gonna be a ham. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Taps you on the nose, and you're you're a nice medium cooked hamburger. Ooh, check this out. And it hides my middle so well. <laughs> it's gonna get burgled. Uh, so this guy likes me. Uh, can you make me a uh, barbecue sauce? And Stan poops him on the nose, and now he's a bottle of barbecue sauce. That was a bold maneuver. Mm. You're you're a good-looking sauce, Stefan. Yeah, I'm the best-looking sauce you ever seen. Probably. If I if I tried to pick you up, nope. would anything come out? Nope. No. If you touch me. I will turn you 
back into that cow so fast so I could slaughter you again. You better watch out. Okay. Yeah. My brain throws and I was in the freezer, okay? I need to work on my insults. Leave me alone. Confusing, <laughs> confusing dreamscape. Okay, so we're now our meet and, and meet accoutrement. Uh, where is Jimmy in the party? Yeah, did we see Or do we just have no idea where he is? You did know that there was a VIP room on the other end of the L-shaped hallway. I feel like as meets, we probably have a better chance getting in there. Look at how crispy my skin is. Oh, wait, what if we brought the meat from the sauna? We could be the meat delivery people. Give me a persuasion check, Pip. Oh. Persuasion. Well, okay. My persuasion is plus nine, but that's still only a 15. (laughs) I got a cute little chicken butt. (laughs) Uh, You kind of helped me out, you know. Boost my confidence a little bit. I am a pretty cute strawberry, I have to say so myself. So why don't you also bring this along with you? And he slides something across the table. It's, it's a cassette tape. He loves his oldies. Oh. He gave he gave us a mixtape. Yeah. <laughs> because in Jimmy's brain, people are food, food are people, and it's also still the nineties. Yeah. I love this. Oh, I think I I think Ben knows who this guy's boss is. Who else do we know that loves the nineties, Claire? The Oracle? Does he love meat? No, Jemmy's. We're in Jemmy's mind. We're in Jemmy's mind. Jemmy loves meat, and he's bonded to the Oracle. Well, this we'll find out. This is. I also, I also have Pog because through weird hacks, somehow I acquired it. All right, let's uh, let's go see if we can uh, get VIP'd in by finding. I don't know. First of all, is the is there a DJ that's visible? A music musicy booth? The party's in a different room. It was in like the main room when you entered. And is that what? Where is the VIP room off of that? Or is... it's a it's a completely separate room. Oh, okay. Well, let's just try to get into the VIP room by trying to deliver these sweet jams. Yeah. Come on, barbecue. All right. So you head up to the. Come VIP. on, Barbie. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It was right there. <laughs> so you head up to the VIP room, and there's a couple of cartons of milk guarding the door and one of you one of them just puts up its hand real quick and says, hold up you better stop before you get creamed oh uh i don't i don't think i want to know what that means what are you doing here what's the business we're milk it's a play on you know we're milk we're here to deliver deliver this yeah that i see <laughs> I'm, I'm still concerned <laughs> what it means for me to get creamed you're gonna get creamed i think it means he's gonna vomit on us Ew. We we have some sweet jams that we were going to deliver to Jemmy. Uh, we think it's a little something he's going to like. I have no idea what's on that tape. But you've got like kind of uh, Gatsby-ish music playing, and I'm assuming I now get to talk like this. <laughs> uh, is it oldies? You know it. All right, because of meats, barbecue sauce. We bring the party. You know what? You're on the list. Go ahead. Tap on it. All right. Alright. Pip struts on in, like a little chicken. So you go inside this room, and you can see, like, there are a bunch of different meats around the room. There's some vegetables, too. Typical sandwich toppings. And some different sauces as well. And just a bunch of people mingling while you can see, kind of almost on a throne, up on a rise, up a couple steps, is a jemmy, a large piece of bread, just kind of sitting there. Very thin, very tall, so it kind of retained a lot of the shape, so it looks like a very 
oddly shaped piece of bread. Like a, <laughs> but, uh, a slice of bread? He's not like a baguette or something? No, no, he's just a slice of bread. Just a, just a single slice. And he's just chilling up top. You can see a DJ over to the side. Can he see us, or is he just not really paying attention to who's coming in? It looks like he tags you when you come in and sees you. Okay. I want to I wanna do, like, a not-so-subtle... Uh, I don't know how this will be elegant, but chicken strut over to that DJ booth so that Jemmy hopefully notices me and sees me hand the tape over. Give a performance check. <laughs> yes, this is in Pip's chicken wheelhouse. Sort of. Five plus six? Eleven. <laughs> Tell me it's finger looking good. Um, it's finger looking. <laughs> so, you are noticeable. might not exactly be going the way that you want you know you don't really know how to jive in this great costume so you're kind of bumping into your sides almost with your arms and looks a little awkward in pip's mind he looks so cool he's just flapping his wings on through it's the it's always sunny in philadelphia uh the the dance the dance yeah And then you hand it off, and the person behind, it's a leaf, a a whole head of romaine lettuce, is behind the DJ booth with headphones on, one on, one off. Yeah. Even though there's no ears, it's just (laughs) off to the side. (laughs) And he's just bumping forward and and sees the tape, takes from you. What you got on here? I promise you will not regret it. It's uh, Jamie's favorites. I hand it, and as I do that, I give, like, the two wing, wing, winger guns over to Jemmy and do a probably not super smooth looking wink. That's too long. Alright, let me just plop this for Pep already. Shoot, I hope it's good music and not something that's a trap. Funky just assumes Pip understands social situations, so I'm just mimicking, regardless of how bad it is. And now the pace of the room, like, everybody hears the music and they start kind of dancing and jiving. And Jemmy stands up and he starts walking over to you, Pip. Pip starts doing just a real subtle, gentle chicken dance. Well, uh, isn't that incredible? You know, you have quite a taste in music, I have to say. Do you care for a dance? Yeah, uh, yes. Yes. Trying to keep a beat on what it is I'm supposed to be doing. Oh, yeah, I think we're on a date. I think I'm supposed to be dating him. This is fine. That was great. I'm going to go dance with this piece of bread. And he leads you out to the uh, dance floor and starts doing, like, old-time hands-up kicks with the jives. Mm -hmm. Pip's waving his chicken finger. Seeing if you follow. Give give another performance check. Please give me better than a five. Okay, okay. Twenty-three. So you pick up on what Jemmy is doing. You kind of mimic and dance with the other people. And yeah, you're you're in tune. You're doing a great job. But I've somehow turned it into the electric slide. <laughs> uh, if I see Pip get pulled into a dance, I'm wary of leaving, letting Pip get too far away. So I'm going to try and pull Stefan to get out there and dance as a barbecue sauce within earshot. Give a persuasion check. That's a saucy maneuver. Yeah. Come on. Come on, Stefan. I don't think we want to leave Pip by himself. Persuasion. Oh, I'm actually proficient. Uh, 15. 
Stefan loves to dance. He holds out his hand to you to go over and dance. Oh, thanks, Stefan. And I just try and find a spot that's as close to what I think is earshot from Pip and just try my best to mimic, but... As you try to grab his hand, he raises his hand in the air and he flips you off. Oh, uh, uh, I fell for it. Yeah. All right. Thanks. Thanks, Stefan. Is there anyone else dancing by themselves out there? Give a perception check. <laughs> Eleven. <laughs> Just a nice jar of sauerkraut, you know? Horse ride? It's, it's pretty crowded, so it's, it's hard to see who is dancing with whom. It's kind of like a fairly altogether dance, like some people are switching partners throughout, but All right. as of right now, it's right at the beginning, so it's just Pip, Pip and okay. Jamie. I'm going to try and stay within earshot of Pip as best I can. Okay. Give a performance check. Oh, nice. Performance 17. Okay. So you're Pip, you look over and you see Funky, and he is dancing a lot better than you might expect. Hmm. Following along. The 1920s might have been his, uh, his, his era. Hamburger was age-wise that's about right a good choice for funky um so pip tries to slide into a little bit of charleston and 23 skadoo and uh asks uh jemmy i mean i'm assuming he can hear me over the music and i'm just like oh you must this must be your your jam this must be your whole your party right yeah this is this is my humble abode great place incredible how'd you How'd you score a gig like this? How did I score? Is he self-aware? How did I get here? Oh, man. Wait, what? Shoot. Okay. Uh, Pip, Pip twirls him. And you... I don't know if he can lucid dream. You feel almost like a pulse. The music goes out real quick for a second. Shit. And you okay. hear this... And kind of the lights fade. The room kind of... Almost like an earthquake vibrates a bit, and then everything goes back to how it was. Um, hey, whoa, I don't know what that was, bread, but have you looked at those saucy ladies over there? And points over to, like, a Dijon and a mayonnaise that are hanging out by the punch bowl of blood? Oh, um, yes, uh, Mandy and Frederick, they're quite a handful, I guess. They look like they know how to party. They sure Um, do. I don't know how to get intel about the real world and not break this dream. I'm assuming it's, like, saucy dancing enough that Pip can do a little twirl over and grab Funky's hands to kind of swap a do partners for a second. Is that possible? Sure. Okay. But you do see Jimmy start heading off in a different direction himself. Shoot. Okay. I just want to let Funky know. It's like, we we are in his dream. If he realizes he's dreaming... It's all going to come crumbling apart, and I don't know what that means for us. I assume bad. That sounds right. But I don't know how to ask about who he's working for in real world without him thinking about what the real world is. Hmm. What would his boss be in his dream? If you're bread? I don't know. Knife? Oven? If he likes meat, maybe it's meat. Hmm. Or maybe we should follow him. Okay, let's do that. I'm assuming I, I saw him walking off. Yeah. Wolf or follow. Are you trying to be sneaky about it? Yeah, well, sort of. I'm trying to blend in. So I'm trying to be sneaky about it. Yeah. Give a stealth check. Yeah. So that's kind of, it's kind of like stealth, but the stealth is not like hiding. It's like melding in with the crowd. So, uh, 17? 13. Actually, I almost feel like it would be a deception instead. 
Oh. Some of the stealth. Well, it's better. So I'm using the same roll. It is. Yeah, use the same roll. Worse for me. Oh, mine's a 19. It drop. Mine drops to a 12. Okay. Actually, wait. No, deception drops even more. Oh no. <laughs> deception. Deception drops to a nine. Oh my god, what's wrong with your... I have a plus four in stealth, and I have a plus zero in deception, and I rolled a nine. <laughs> Excuse me, can I help you? Oh, uh, that was Jemmy? Yeah. Oh, uh, I'm sorry, I, I thought this was the exit. No, the door you came through is the exit. Uh, oh, is he going through a door? Is that no? He's in the middle of the. Oh, I thought. He, I thought. I thought. Sorry, I thought. I was suggesting following because I thought he was walking out of the room. Oh no, no, he's just going across oh. the room. Okay, I probably yeah. If he was just going across the room, if it didn't look like he was exiting, I wouldn't be trying to follow him. Okay, I thought. He, I thought he was exiting the room. Gotcha. Uh, I don't know, Pip. Uh, does he wait? Does he re- did he respond to Jemmy when I said that to him, or does he respond to Bread? Um, I think he responded to Jimmy. Okay. I don't know if he said his name. Did you say his name? I think I did say his name. He would have responded Jimmy. But I don't know if that's what I thought him thinking about. Other people called him Jimmy, too. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Other people called him Jimmy. I could charm him, but he'll know after an hour. I don't know how important that is. And if he fit, if he's able to resist, then he also knows. Jimmy? Sorry, I'm, I'm new here, and I could use a little bit of... A little bit of crisping up. Do you know what oven you came out of? No, I think I've just asked about a uterus, which is not what I was trying to do. Huh. I was trying to figure out, like, who his maker is or who his perceived, like, overlord is in this place. (laughs) Which in my life is also a uterus. So are you trying to... A different kind of oven, if you will. No, I don't know how to talk to So food. are you making that clarification that you're talking about, like, the boss or the cook? Because you just said the oven. The oven. Hmm. <laughs> Is there a baker here? But what would that baker be? Because I think cake ingredients were trying to bake a cake. I think I'm thinking about this too hard. What food bakes... Maybe some sort of fish? That makes no sense. Uh, Alaska, right? Baked. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm assuming... Well, I asked what I asked. I asked what oven he came out of, and I'm assuming that did not garner any sort of real or <laughs> sensible response. response. Um, I'm not quite sure. Do you remember um, being a part of the chicken that you were a part of? Sorry. Well, I remember being raw, and I just kind of want to get a little extra crispy coat on here. Do you know anybody who could help me out with that? Uh, are you looking for the master cook? Sure. Yes, uh, he is not here right now. Oh. Hmm, do you know where I could find him? Um, give a persuasion check. <gasps> if ever I wanted a nat 20, it's now. But also my persuasion is I'm Pip. That's all I do. And so that's plus nine. So it's 29. <laughs> oh, uh, yes. Uh, the Master Cook, he is currently in Vivamar. Oh. Huh. I've, I've, I've met a lot of cooks. A lot of really great cooks. But um, this guy sounds primo. Oh, what's his name? Please uh, up the natural 20. We'll give it to you. Says, oh. His name is uh, Unkin. 
Holy butts! Do you say holy butts? <laughs> do, you, yeah, do you say holy butts? Because <laughs> Funky's, yeah. Funky's clenching up right now. <laughs> oh, no, was um... I not supposed to? Oh, I probably should have said that. Oh, dearie me, I've had one too many soaks for French toast? I, I <laughs> I'm so... One too many dips in the batter? <laughs> Pip has just stopped and is just uh, not not responding properly and just looking he basically put his little chicken wings down and looking at Funky and looking at Stefan and probably doing all the wrong stuff. And then... Was I close enough to hear any of that? Yeah. I mean, probably not the Unkin part. Okay. He would have okay. lowered his voice for that. But. Well, Pip starts to do a little little sidestep and waggles his finger and and dances backwards and <laughs> accidentally starts doing mashed potatoes and a little bit of the robot. And, uh... <laughs> oh, it was nice to, to dance with you. Um, I... I think you're one of the nicest slices I've seen in a while. Thank you. Uh, good slice is hard to come by. And, um, Pip tries to obscure himself in the crowd, but probably doesn't do a great job of it. Okay. Because <laughs> he's just a really awkward, funky chicken. <laughs> uh, I want to find Stefan and, and, uh, okay. Funky. Yeah, I'm tracking. I'm, I've been keeping a bead on Pip the whole time, so wherever Pip goes, I'm trying to not beeline it, but making my way there. Okay. You make it. To Pip, how how'd it go, Pip? You looked you looked shocked. Hmm. Wait. Can I just talk to? Could I have made my way over to Funky and not Stefan? I just want to talk to Funky for a minute, and I want to kind of keep. Yeah, because Stefan gave Funky the middle finger as Funky walked off. Hmm. Yeah, I'm assuming he's like, I don't know, at the buffet of who knows what. Funky. Yeah. Can you remind me? <laughs> uh. Claire, this is your memory. So we are we are doing this mission with Stefan. Stefan's people, Shadow Guilds and Friends, are interested in this information, but they're not the ones seeking it. Josephine is seeking the information yes. about who Jemmy is working for. But why does No, where he... where the person is. He didn't ask oh. she didn't ask for who he's working for. Oh. Well well, he's in Vivamar. We know that. Because he did say Vivamar. So you assume that she already knew who it was. And so she was just asking for where. But what does that mean for who Jemmy is and what he's doing? I'm just trying to figure out what what is going on and why. I guess Josephine was just trying to get a bead on Unkin. I, all, all I know is we saw we first saw her in Devadem, where all of our captors and people that wanted to sacrifice us are. Yeah. I don't know that we can... Well, I I don't know what her abilities are to force us to say the truth when we get there, but I feel like giving her the correct information is also not going to help Unkin. But that's the only way that we get a leg up in this contest. I mean, could I I message Unkin the way that I message Relric? Maybe not while we're in someone else's dream. Does that... I don't know... If that is like a different plane, I don't know if I know Unkin enough to send it. We're not really, we've never really met him. And I mean, just because Josephine is gonna know doesn't mean that Unkin can't know that Josephine 
knows, right? I think Could we tell Jemmy that his boss is in danger before we leave? I don't think I want to say anything to him while we're in his dream. No. Because I don't after know we, what happens. After we us. get out. I kind of don't want to say anything to him ever. But if Unkid is in Vivimar, we know two knuckleheads who are also in Vivimar. That's true. Maybe... Um, Who's like more likely to be alive? Chest or Ralric? Well, I mean, Ralric responded before we came in here. My money's always on Ralric when it comes to communication-related uh, important things. Except, except shopkeeps. I know, but he's talking to us, not not. Yeah, him. we we know how we know how to manage that scenario. Okay, let's maybe let's just try to get out of here safely. Okay, and get Stefan out of here safely, and then not not kill Jemmy straight away. Or ever. <laughs> no, let's, yeah, maybe let's not kill Jimmy. I feel like he's probably, we shouldn't harm him. Okay, if we do a little scamper over to Stefan, uh, can, can, uh, I don't know, I feel like he'd be like, hey, do the, do the thing with the coin, I don't know what, I think it was a coin he had, where we pop out of his head. With the, oh, uh, we probably want to get out of the throne so we can't see first, you know what I mean? Yes. Okay, let's sneak on out. Let's get into a closet or something. Yeah, we can go back to the freezer, I guess. You want to go for a schwitz? No, I'm, <laughs> I'll choose the cold over the hot. Yeah, that's probably better. Meat keeps better. Okay, let's let's snooch on down to our cold room. Oh, God, I hope it's not just a buttery corn mess. Oh, I just realized what you said. You <laughs> head back down the hall. You see that there does happen to be a little bit of butter on the walls. And the three of them are sitting against the wall, kind of staring down the hall towards you, smoking and sharing a cigarette. I'm glad I don't have a UV light. Let's get in this freezer. Hmm. Agreed. Oh, you guys going back in? Okay. See you. We head into the freezer and... Uh, Wish you a happy life together. Close the door. It's definitely cold in here and you, you immediately huddle around each other. can see that you are alone in here. The shelves... Do have things on them, but you probably don't want to look at them. Oh, oh no, um, no, 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 no. So you all huddle around Stefan. He takes out the coin. We all hold hands. Holds it up. It turns into kind of this, uh, I forget what color it was. It might have been, it was either golden or purple, kind of sphere. and starts glowing and he grabs each of your hands. He says, all right, you got it ready? Get on out of here. You got what we need? Uh. We needed a location, right? That's what we just need a location. You got the location? Yes. Yes, I do. All right. What's the location? I got it. Pip. Pip Vivimar? This Vivimar. All right. The hell's about to close that son of a bitch? All right. Let's go. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, son of a diddly dude. Here we go. (laughs) And you hop into the portal, get sucked through, and... That is where we'll end tonight's episode. Is there a way that I can very stealthily tuck in Jemmy and give him a little kiss on the head? <laughs> and I'm not going to do that. Based on Stefan's reaction, could I, as we land in real space, cast Dispel Magic at him? Dispel Magic? Dispel Magic. On Stefan? After we come out of dream... On Stefan. Okay. He's never going to forgive you. Nope. But... I'll never forgive myself if my suspicion here pans out. Uh Uh-oh, Tyler's having to think too hard. Pip did a bad thing! Pip did a bad thing! 
what spell, what level are you casting it at? Uh, I still have my fourth, so I would do fourth, because I need to be sure about this. Okay. So as you land, you start casting a spell on Stefan. He turns to you as you're casting the spell, and that's where we'll end this. The numbers podcast. Ooh. I've ruined everything. I've ruined everything. No, you didn't ruin anything. His response to you and how he insisted, I just was like, whoa, 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 whoa. I don't know that that is right. Pip folds like a card table. I'm so sorry, Ben. No, it's all right. I don't know that I would have done anything different if I were in your situation. Welcome to DM Thoughts with Tyler. This episode was a longer one, and it's been a while since we've released an episode. After this episode, there will be one more episode. It will be the season finale for this season, seeing the reunion of the really good four. But for this episode, it was a longer one. The first half of the episode was looking at the fight, and it was actually a really hard fight. A big reason for that was the ranger used the range effectively and was able to get some really good rolls and start taking down Funky and Pip until they pretty much just escaped inside afterwards. And once they escaped inside, that's when a lot of the craziness of the dream continued and began, looking at the different foods and having them be in different roles and just the whole idea of the dreamscape and how they could kind of navigate and go through the world was fun and creative and imaginative. So I really liked kind of this mini arc that both Pip and Funky were on. Next time will be, again, the season finale, and after that, the hiatus that we are on will continue. When we come back, it may be for this campaign, it may be for a new campaign that Ben is starting, or it may be something completely different. We'll see how it goes, but we're going to be on, again, hiatus for a little while, and we'll let you know when we are coming back to try something new, different, or just continue what we've been doing. So thank you again for listening. Stay tuned for the season finale of the No Mercy podcast. And thank you again for listening after this long break. Take care.